0: Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Enhance your every day with Via Hemp. Again, if you're 21 and over, you can get 15% off plus a free pack of award-winning gummies with our exclusive code, Msheet at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P dot com.
2: Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com
1: slash wondery. We're the Murder Sheet, and this is the Delphi Murders, document drop Q&A.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this quick update episode. We'll try to keep things brief as possible. We're The Murder Sheet, a research-focused true crime podcast. We mostly cover restaurant-related cases like the Burger Chef murders, but we also have recurring episodes about the Delphi murders, the 2017 double homicide of Liberty German and Abigail Williams in Delphi, Indiana.
1: On Friday, March 4th, we released an episode revealing that we had obtained a court filing which contained the complete text of HLN journalist Barbara McDonald's interview with Kagan Klein, a 27-year-old man publicly linked to the Delphi case by police.
0: We've gotten quite a few questions about that latest Delphi episode, as well as the documents we released Friday, so we thought we would take a moment to answer some of those questions, and to explain what the other document we have is, and where we go from here. First, There has been some confusion about how exactly we got the documents. Some people have speculated online that we received them from a source. We did not. We'll try to explain.
1: Indiana has an online system called MyCase, where people can go and look up information about court cases. In some cases, you can actually download documents. If you are a licensed attorney in the state, as I am, you have the option to download more documents than if you are not an attorney. Now, for some reason, someone in the prosecutor's office made a mistake. If I had to speculate, I would guess they intended to send a couple of files to Keg and Klein's defense attorneys, but instead they accidentally placed them on the public page of the Indiana court system. So, for about an hour, Anyone with an active legal license in the state of Indiana could simply go to the website and download those documents. Now, when they realized the mistake, they removed those documents from the public page. But by that time, I had already stumbled across them. To be clear, it was purely by happenstance. No one gave me a heads up that they were there. I wanted to check on a document in the Klein file. And when I got to the public page, I was surprised to find that those two documents were there.
0: So we downloaded them. To the best of our knowledge, we are the only ones to have done so. So what were these documents? Well, there were two. The first was the interview between Kagan Klein and Barbara McDonald. We shared that with you all on Friday. First in the episode and later by posting the documents on our Murder Sheet discussion group on Facebook. The second document is an interview Kagan Klein gave to police investigators in August of 2020. This document is 194 pages, and it has a great deal of new information we would like to share with you all.
1: It also has some information we do not want to share, including the names of innocent people and victims. We wish to take the time to ensure that we are behaving responsibly and want to redact those details so that innocent people will not have their private lives dragged into this. We also intend to reach out to the prosecutor's office and to Kagan Klein's attorney to give them an opportunity to make any statements about the documents and the information in them. All of these things take time. We hope you will understand that we don't want to rush this because it's a highly sensitive document.
0: All that is to say that the episode we release on Tuesday will not be a Delphi episode. It's actually going to be the tale of a tavern murder from the 1780s. The week after that, on March 15th to be exact, we plan to release the first of two episodes on the Klein interview with police. The first will focus on the child sexual abuse material charges. The second episode will come out on March 22nd. This one will deal specifically with matters more directly related to the Delphi case. After we release the episodes, we will make the document available in full, except that names and other such details will be redacted. When we initially obtained this document, we thought about trying to push out an episode about it on Tuesday, March 8th, but it's very long and filled with details about innocent victims, and we don't want to make any mistakes. So we will take the time to fully read through it and redact this material before we publish it.
1: People have also been curious about something else we said. A couple of weeks back, we did an episode in which we took a deep dive into the criminal history of Tony Klein. We've now explained that the reason we did that was because a source let us know that Tony Klein was the target of this investigation. So people want to know, who was this source?
0: Obviously, we are not going to betray the confidence of a source who has trusted us, but we will say that the source is someone who is not directly involved in the investigation, is not someone who has worked this case or has commented on it in the press or discussed it at CrimeCon. But it is someone who was in a position to know certain details, and it is someone we trust. And, as subsequent events revealed, we were correct to trust that person because the information turned out to be true. We will not say anything more on the subject.
1: There has also been quite a bit of chatter about some sort of police activity at Tony Klein's home in late November or early December of last year. In the transcript we released, Kegan Klein referred to that activity as a raid. In a post on Facebook on December 7th, 2021, Fox 59 reporter Russ McQuaid wrote, A neighbor of the Klein's told me a couple of weeks ago the feds were back at his dad's house to seize his dog.
0: At the moment, those are pretty much the only bits of information we have about this activity. We don't really know what exactly happened. For all we know, the neighbor who talked to McQuaid could have been confused and it could have just been someone from animal control coming to take the dog for some other reason.
1: But if it was something more, if it was a search pursuant to a warrant, then the police or the feds or whoever did it would have had to have probable cause. That means they would have had to present affidavits or sworn statements to a judge that showed that the police had good reason to believe something specific was in the Klein residence, something specific that was in some fashion connected to a crime. In other words, you can't tell a judge you think there are bad people inside a house, and they might have some bad things in there, and you like to go and look around and see what you find you have to specify exactly what you're looking for and you must explain why you believe it is there and how it is related to the crime. So, what does that mean in relation to the alleged seizure of the dog? Well, that goes into the realm of total speculation. For all we know, the dog was taken out of the residence merely because it posed a threat to the police who were conducting the search.
0: Needless to say, we are quite interested in this possible search and would like to know if any other materials were taken. If anyone out there has more information on it, please let us know. You can contact us privately at murdersheet at gmail We protect our sources. We would also be interested in hearing from people who have had direct experience with the Klein family.
1: Speaking of which, we have, of course, already heard from several people who know the Klein's. One source of confusion has always been the pronunciation of the younger Klein's first name. Different people who know him seem to have pronounced it in different ways. So we have also been guilty of pronouncing it in different ways. Sometimes we have said Kagan, and sometimes we have said Keegan. Someone who knew Tony recently let us know that Tony himself pronounced it Kagan. And so, at least for now, we will use that pronunciation as well.
0: Anyways, thanks for following along with us. We know that the community that follows the Delphi case is smart and highly engaged. And we really appreciate everyone's insightful questions, comments, and feedback. If you have any questions about the case or our methodology, please feel free to reach out to us. Email is the best way to get in touch. And again, that's murdersheet at gmail.com. dot E-E-T at gmail.com. You can also join our Murder Sheet discussion group on Facebook or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or even Reddit. Thanks again for listening.
2: Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued